Welcome to All Things Madison, the podcast exclusively for kids, sure to tickle your funny bone while learning something new at the same time. You'll hear from talking bears, laughing unicorns, and farting sloths. <clears throat> Excuse me, announcer lady, but it ain't that kind of show. Are you sure? Um, yes. I'm the producer. That's the thrifty little diva show you're talking about. You know, the other one. Okay then, on that note, here's your host, Madison Lauren, and her dad. <clears throat> oh, right, uh, let's see here. And her super smart, hilariously funny, best of best dads, Mr. Durante Smith. Please enjoy the show. Classic, Daddy, classic. What? Did you really just make her say all that? Well, yeah, it's our show. You mean it's my show? It's got my name on it, remember? Besides, you already got a podcast. You mean I can't have two? <laughs> and I'm producing it. Oh, Daddy, can we just start the show? Good idea. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to All Things Madison, the podcast where kids can be kids. Madison, welcome to your own show. Are you excited? Well, thank you, Daddy. Yes, I'm super excited. And why are you so excited, Madison? I'm really excited because I get to do what no other kids get to do. And that's interview people behind the scenes. You know, the good stuff. Wait, 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 wait. You're telling me... You get to go behind the scenes and check out the stuff that none of us get to see? Is that it? Yeah, that's exactly it, Daddy. And it's going to be really cool, really fun, and we got a lot of stuff for the show. We'll return in just a moment, right after we thank our sponsors. Hey, Daddy. Maybe we should tell my friends about Sleepy Steve. That's a good idea. Okay, how about I tell them what it's about and you tell them where they can find it? Yeah, that sounds cool. Okay, get this, guys. Sleepy Steve is about Steve Jackson. He moves to a new area, goes to a new school, and he has to make new friends. The thing about Steve that makes him so interesting is that he has a sleeping condition known as narcolepsy. Now, what that means is it makes him fall asleep, but it's at all the wrong times and the worst times possible. If there's a wrong time to fall asleep, he does it. The other thing is in his dreams, he has these really wild and fantastic dreams. His mind goes everywhere. It's absolutely bananas. And with these friends, he leaves them in a pickle every single time. Trust me, if you like funny books, this book is <laughs> hilarious. I tell people this. I try to warn them. Be careful. You just might pee in your pants. <laughs> so get ready for a wild hilarious, funny story that you cannot wait to turn the pages to. Take it over, Madison. And you can find Sleepy Steve at www.sleepysteve.com or go to Amazon and look up the fantastical adventure of Sleepy Steve. Trust me, it's a great book. I should know. I wrote it. No, you didn't. Well, I helped. No, you didn't. Well, at least the book is about me. It's about a boy. You're not even a boy. Well, what did I do? Nothing. That's the point. What's the point? You did nothing. Get it right. We're just here to tell people about the book. Oh, my bad. Well, let's do this takeover again. No way, Jose. I think they got the point. <laughs> <laughs>
So get your copy of my dad's book, Steve Steve, today. And now back to the show. Okay, Madison. So let's tell the audience what it was like to go to the zoo for your very first interview and interview the zookeeper. I thought it was very fun. It was fun, and were you excited or nervous? or? I'm kind of excited and nervous at the same time. Okay, and we did a lot of preparation. Actually, you did a lot of preparation the night before. So why don't you tell your audience about the preparation, like what all you did? Well, I watched an hour video. I wrote a bunch of questions, and me and my dad practiced them so I'd be comfortable. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. You were um, you were excellent. You were like a pro out there. It really showed. So, would you say preparation is the key to being comfortable on what you're doing? I will. And so, that kind of preparation was like what? Was it like homework? No, it was kind of like homework, homework, but not homework, homework. <laughs> <laughs> so, there's a difference in homework and homework. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Ah, gotcha. Got- so, this was more like fun homework. Yeah, it's not homework. It's like homework. Gotcha. You know, in the, do you remember Sleepy Steve? Yes. What's Sleepy Steve? He's a big kid, and he sleeps a lot. Yes, but what is Sleepy Steve? Your book, Daddy. Oh, yes. Well, Sleepy Steve, in the book, there is a chapter called Fun Work, and that's exactly what it is, when homework becomes fun, right? Right. Okay. So I want you to tell your audience what it was like being there on the grounds of the zoo with the elephants behind you, and then you were talking to the zookeeper. I think the elephants were cool behind me because it made me look cool and trendy. Cool and trendy. That's why you like the elephants? Yeah. Plus, they're really big and kind of smelly, but one of them was really cute. Is that the one that gave you the painting? Yes. Okay, let's talk about that. This is crazy. I did not know elephants can paint. Did you? Not really. And so the zookeeper came to you after the interview. He was so impressed with what you were doing that he gave you a painting from, what was the elephant's name? Kelly the Elephant. Kelly the Elephant actually painted a picture and he gave it to you. Can you believe that? Yeah, I can't believe it. Did you ever in your wildest imagination think that you would get a picture, a real life picture from an elephant? No, not really. Ever. Actually. It just sounds unbelievable, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, you guys will have to go and make sure you check out the video. So if you're listening to the podcast, go to uh, YouTube and just go to All Things Madison on YouTube and you can see the video cast uh, or the vlog is what they call it these days. And you can actually see Madison at the zoo and you can actually see the painting that Kelly painted that Madison now has in the house, in her room. This is crazy. Crazily crazy. (laughs) So Madison, you did a great job. Let's let everyone hear your interview now. Okay, so here's the interview and thanks for listening. Welcome to All Things Madison. And today we're at Zoo Atlanta and I'm excited. Today I'm speaking with Mr. Scott Hooper. And he's going to tell us all about the elephants. Hi. Hey, how you doing? Good. Welcome to Zoo Atlanta. I'm really excited to be here today on the first episode of All Things Madison. Thank you. So, Mr. Scott, how can you tell a male elephant from a female? 
That's a great question. So male elephants are typically much larger than the females. They can be anywhere up to 15,000 pounds. So we have one male elephant here at Zoo Atlanta and two females. Our male, Misholo, is about 11,000 pounds, and he's like nine and a half feet tall. So when you're looking at him straight on, Misholo has a much larger, pretty square head and some really much larger tusks. And that's a good way to tell. Excellent. When you were a kid, did you always love animals? I have always loved animals. So I knew from the moment I was five years old that I wanted to work with animals. And actually, I really would have enjoyed a show like this so I could learn more about what a zookeeper was. Hmm. Well, that's good. Did you always want to be a zookeeper? Um, actually, no. I originally wanted to be a veterinarian, and then I did my first internship at a zoo. And after that, I was hooked. Uh, I knew that I wanted to work directly with animals and form relationships with them, and it's been a lot of fun doing that. Huh. How did you get into your job? So typically, a lot of zookeepers today will have a four-year degree, uh, a bachelor's degree in some sort of science, like biology or psychology. Uh, so my degree is in animal science, and then once you have the degree, it's really important to get volunteer experience. So I did a couple internships before I got my first job working with elephants and rhinos, and here I am working with elephants at Zoo Atlanta. What is the most interesting thing about your job? The most interesting thing about my job is that I get to hang out with elephants every single day. Uh, so it's a lot of cleaning. Obviously, there's a lot of poop. <laughs> uh, but it's also a lot of fun because these elephants do have different personalities, and I get to hang out with them, and they get to know me. Okay. What do the elephants eat, and how do you feed them? Each of our elephants eats about 200 pounds of food every day, and most of that is hay. So in the wild, right, elephants would be eating a lot of grass. They'd be doing what's called grazing out on the grasslands in Africa. So we feed them a lot of hay, Bermuda grass hay. And they also get bamboo and different sticks from around the area and branches. And then we'll give them produce like lettuce, celery, carrots, apples, and rutabaga. Okay. Is your job dangerous? If so, how? Our job certainly can be very dangerous, so we have to be very careful around the elephants. We work with our elephants in what's called protected contact, so we never enter the same space with them, which gives them the choice to come up and work with us whenever they want to, and also provides a level of safety. We've seen exotic animals get loose in the city. Do you know anything about that? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> uh, no, I don't know anything about that. But seriously, what's the craziest thing you had happen? Our elephants are pretty funny sometimes, especially Tara who is uh, actually right behind me. So Tara is 37 years old, and she has a really kind of silly personality. So one time I was doing a training demonstration in front of a bunch of vet school students, so some really important people, and Tara thought it would be a really good idea to suck up a bunch of water into her trunk and splash me down. <laughs> Got a big hit from the crowd. What is the life of a zookeeper like? Well, the life of a zookeeper is pretty dirty, but it's also a lot of fun. So we're outside a lot in all seasons, so hot, cold. Uh, we're out picking up poop, uh, scooping up hay, but it's very satisfying to know that we can improve the lives of the animals that we're working with. Would you say the animals are your friends, like Dr. Doolittle? Uh, well, I certainly count them as my friends, but we have to remember that they are wild animals, uh, so we treat them like that. But they do know us, and we do interact a lot. And do they know you on a personal level, like what you eat or if you pass gas like my dad? <laughs> So the elephants do know me on a personal level. They know my voice. They definitely respond to that. And as far as what I eat and if I pass gas, they definitely know if that's going on because elephants have an amazing sense of smell. They have a really long trunk, and that trunk is their nose, and they can smell everything I'm doing. Hey, how big is an elephant? So elephants can be up to 15,000 pounds. That's usually for males. Our elephants, Kelly and Tara, the two females, are about 8,000 pounds and about 8 feet tall, whereas Misholo, our male, is about 11,000 pounds, and he's about 9.5 feet tall. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> they are pretty huge. 
They're the largest land mammal in the world, actually. Hi. So that's Misholo. Uh, his name means appears out of nothing. So kind of like he just did. He appeared out of nowhere, didn't he? Do the animals have a special diet or sense of food they have to eat? Uh, yes. So we have a dietitian at the zoo that works just for animals, and he develops an individual diet plan for each animal. So Misholo, Kelly, and Tara are three elephants. Uh, eat Bermuda grass hay. Uh, they eat bamboo and lots of different tree branches and like tree trunks from around the area. And they also eat produce, like fruits and veggies. And they'll eat like a grain supplement, which is kind of like a cereal. Hmm, that's nice. How does the habitat compare to their natural home in Africa? Uh, so we try to give them as many opportunities to be like wild elephants as they can. That's why we have a big 360-degree access pond over here, Little Labana Pond, where the elephants can go in and out of the water, and they can display all the natural behaviors that they need to, right? So elephants need access to water, they need access to dirt and mud and sand so that they can take care of their skin, and they need space. So that's why we built this brand new uh, African savanna so we can give our elephants much more space. Why do they need space? Well, as the largest land mammals on the planet, uh, elephants need space to move around, right? So Misholo weighs about 11,000 pounds. He uh, definitely needs space and variation and terrain and stuff like that. Uh, so we're really happy with what we've come up with for that, and we try to keep him moving around. Do the animals get along like they do in the movies? Uh, yes, our three elephants get along really great. So Kelly and Tara have been here since 1986. So they're kind of like uh, sisters in a way. They're not related, but they've been together for such a long time. And Misholo came to us last year in July, uh, and he became part of our herd very quickly. It was very impressive. Within six weeks, he was hanging out with both girls like they'd known each other forever. That's cool. How can humans help save the animals? That's a great question, and I think you're doing a great job of that right now just by talking about it, right? So that's what you need to do is talk to your friends, uh, tell them that stuff is going on, and we need to take care of these animals, uh, not to buy ivory, so we don't want to buy ivory so we can take care of our elephants, and come to the zoo. Come check out. Come learn. Uh, talk about it and know that when you do come to the zoo, a part of your ticket goes to conservation. So we partner with a conservation organization called Conservation South Luangwa that works in Zambia and Africa. And they work to help desnare elephants. They worked with uh, local communities to help mitigate or like uh, manage relationships between el wild elephants and the local communities. Because uh, elephants aren't the best neighbors, if you think about it. Uh, they like to destroy a lot of stuff. Uh, so we're working with areas over there so that we can help people get along with elephants better. Okay. What can we do over here to help the animals around the world? That's a great question. So it starts with the little things, right? If everybody does a little bit, we can have a very big impact. So you can recycle, you can clean up as you're walking around your city and around your parks and your towns, and just try to keep things clean and do the best that you can because every little bit helps. What would you like to say to all the kids listening around the world right now? Well, that is a huge question. So I would say follow Madison's lead and take advantage of every opportunity you have to talk about things that you care about, right? And come down to the zoo and check us out. We'd love to see you. Mr. Scott, thank you for your time, and thank you for letting us come to Zoo Atlanta. Thanks a lot, Madison. I really enjoyed this, and you're doing a great job. I'm very impressed. Thank you. Okay, boys and girls, now it's time for the jokes of the day. <laughs> <laughs> Are you ready, Daddy? Yes, ma'am. I'm ready. What did the dad buffalo say to its son on the first day of school? I don't know. Bye, son. Knock, <laughs> 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 knock. Who's there? Ice cream. Ice cream who? 
I scream if you don't let me in. <laughs> funny. <laughs> Too funny. You like that one? Uh, no. Well, if you didn't like that one, I got another knock-knock joke for you. Try this one out for size. Knock-knock. Who's there? Kanga. Kanga who? Actually, it's a kangaroo. <laughs> Silly. Here we go. Why did the student eat his homework? I don't know. Because the teacher said it was a piece of cake. <laughs> that one was funny. Here's the last one, Daddy. Are you ready? I'm ready. Why do fish live in salt water? I have no idea. Because Pepper makes him sneeze. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, funny, funny. That was good. Corny, but funny. Okay, guys, we need you to help us determine the joke of the day. Okay, leave your favorite jokes in the comments below. Or better yet, make a video and tell us which was your favorite joke. <laughs> and the winner will get an autographed postcard from yours truly. So hurry up, guys, and help us out. We'll return in just a moment, right after we thank our sponsors. Daddy, it's time to get one my side. Is it spring yet? Almost. Doesn't that mean shopping for new clothes? It does. And wouldn't now be a good time to tell people about my t-shirts? It would. And your new designs are coming within the next week or two. Right. So go ahead. These are your fans. They're sort of like your extended family. People won't know how to support you if you don't tell them. Okay, guys. So here's the deal. I got some cool t-shirts to sell on my online store at shopmadisonlearn.com and other stuff at thriftylildiva.me. And we just finished up our new character designs, which is super cool and super hot for the summer. You don't want to be left out. Trust me. Okay, how's that, Daddy? Good. Now wrap it up. So get your teas, please, today at shopmadisonlearn.com. And use promo code PODCAST to get 10% off of your order right now. Okay, bye-bye. And now back to the show. And now, boys and girls, it's time for story time. Hey guys, it's your girl Madison. And today, we are reading a book called Hide and Seek by Anthony Brown. Are you ready? Here we go. Poppy and Kai have been sad ever since their dog Goldie had disappeared. They sat and sat and thought about what to do. We should play something, said Kai. What about cards? asked Poppy. Boring, said Kai. I want to play Munsters. Munsters are stupid, said Poppy. Why don't we go outside? But what would we play? Asked Kai. You come up with something, said Poppy. How about hide and seek, said Kai. Okay, said Poppy. Why don't you go into the woods and then I'll come look for you? Kai ran as fast as Poppy counted. One, two, 
three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I ran deep into the forest and found a tangle of branches. Hmm, this is a good place, he thought. So never find me here. Nine, ten, ready or not, here I come. Poppy finished counting and strolled into the woods. Kai was excited. He was so well hidden. He knew he had to be quiet, but he couldn't stop shaking. Poppy thought she'd find Kai quickly. He always chooses easy places to hide. Hmm, he's probably behind that tree. But he wasn't. Oh no, thought Kai. I think I need to go pee. Why does this always happen when I hide? I wonder if Poppy will find me soon. But Poppy was still a long way away. You can't have gone far, she thought. Maybe he's hiding behind that pile of logs. But he wasn't. Will it be too hard for Poppy to find me here? Thought Kai. Where was Kai? Maybe he's behind that fallen tree. He wasn't. I wish she'd come here and find me, thought Kai. I hope she hasn't gone home and left me. He must be over there, thought Poppy. He wasn't. I'm getting cold now, thought Kai. I want to go home. I didn't want him to go this far into the woods, thought Poppy. <laughs> What's that noise? What's that noise? Found you, both of you. I was getting worried, said Poppy. I was worried too, said Kai. But Goldie's back and now everything is okay. Let's go home, said Poppy. So they all did together. The end. And now for the word of the day. So the word of the day is doppelganger. Do you know what a doppelganger is? Just sounds funny, doesn't it? Listen to this, doppelganger. Grown-ups, I tell you. A doppelganger means someone that looks just like you. Or you could just say a lookalike. Or someone that's like your twin. You got it? So this whole doppelganger thing is a little too much. <laughs> so now you know what it is. The word of the day is doppelganger. And don't forget it. Okay, guys. Thank you for checking out my very first show. So be sure to check me out each week where you can find me at All Things Madison on your podcast and YouTube. And subscribe, please. I need fans, guys. And check out my website at thriftylilediva.me. And remember, we love you just the way you are. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to All Things Madison. Kindly take a moment to subscribe, leave a comment, and rate the show so that our participating partners know you are following along. You can get your Madison Lauren graphic tees at shopmadisonlauren.com or follow her YouTube channel at All Things Madison. This production was brought to you by Infinity Global Media Group, LLC. Contact us at smith.durante at gmail.com for bookings or more information. <laughs>